my lovely. Welcome back to the Beautifully Built Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Impet. Today, I've got an interview with one of my girls, Jasmine. It's actually her second time on the show, and she's amazing. I just love her so much, and we just vibe. I put the link to our very first episode in the show notes, so you can definitely scroll down in the show notes and listen to her whole story. But today, we just dived into all stuff transformation. You know, transforming our body, but also transforming our minds. Jasmine, just like myself, we're super into the whole mindset component of really feeling our best. So today's conversation goes really deep into mindset and to be working on that just as much as you are your fitness. It's really important to make sure you're paying attention to what's going on in your head and not just what you're doing in the gym. You know what I mean? So I'm super excited to have Jasmine on the show today. You guys are going to love her. Make sure to connect with her on Instagram and Facebook. And I hope you enjoy the episode. Jasmine, thank you so much for coming back and joining us on the Beautifully Built podcast. Hey guys, how are you doing? My name is Jasmine Perks. I'm an online transformation coach, but I'm also a life and mindset coach. I'm super excited. Welcome back, Jasmine. (laughs) Back on. No, thank you. I mean, when you, you know, had the open invitation, I was like, absolutely. I know you're super passionate about what you do in delivering amazing content to really inspire people to, you know, take care of themselves and get healthy and be excited about it. So I'm all on board. I love helping people feel like they're not alone, you know? We're Absolutely. All together, and it's just, it's so great to be able to have this platform for people to be able to come and have that little mindset attitude adjustment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially if you don't have anybody close in your inner circle or don't have that support system. It's always nice to know like, oh, hey, me too. Or I've been there. Or you know what? You're going to get through it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So Jasmine, Jasmine has been on the show before. So I'm going to tag the previous episode in the show notes. so You can definitely scroll down and hear more in depth into her story. But just give us a little cliff note version of your story and how you've gotten to where you are today. All right, so I'll keep it really short and simple because I could literally chat forever. So um, the reason why I got into health and fitness is because I too struggled with a lot of self-worth, body image, uh, and feeling kind of like I couldn't communicate my emotions. So, you know, through that, I engaged in a lot of binge eating and I struggled with, you know, going through like changes especially when you're such at a young age and your body's all awkward and you know things you just don't get things and um you know I didn't have an outlet I didn't have a resource to really communicate you know the pains and the struggles that I was going through Mm. and you know my my mom was always into fitness my brother was always into fitness and you know being an athlete growing up I just it felt like a natural transition for me I wanted a place to feel strong. I wanted a place to build my confidence. I wanted, like you said, I wanted a place of like community and be around other people that were inspiring. Like funny enough, I was telling my story, like, I don't know if, do you know who Monica Brandt is? Mm -mm, No. Okay. So Monica Brandt was like the original oxygen woman oh like, yes. she, okay. yeah 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 so she was like the fitness icon right when yeah. was a thing. and um she really was like the catalyst for me I don't know what it was about her but it was that's so funny like- magazines for me too that's really what my <laughs> catalyst was because and I think that's because we didn't have social media right magazines I was always looking at magazines yeah, for sure. We use them as our source of inspiration, right? Mm-hmm. Cutting things out, following the workouts. Yes, yes. yes. The meal plans. Yeah. 
everything. And um, yeah, she was really, my, I saw strength in her that I saw in myself, but I didn't know how to tap into it. Oh, it was that's almost, beautiful. Yeah, it was almost like she was my, my alter ego in a yeah. sense. I could tap into like, cool. what, how does she think? How does she feel? What does she do on a daily Very basis? Cool. Yeah. So I adopted some of that and really leaned into that and being like, okay, I'm just going to model after her. So, you know, I, my heaviest weight, I was probably around 220 pounds. And then over time and through a lot of different phases, cause I don't want your audience to think like, boom, I lost the weight. Yeah. It was a lot of phases, a lot of failures, a lot of, yeah. you know, judgment and criticism, but a lot of beautiful growing moments that allow yeah. me to keep progressing and, you know, being okay with not having it all figured out and coming from a place of like, all right, how do I get better at this? If I really mm. want these results. So, you know, being 220 pounds, lost some weight, enjoyed that, learned about training and nutrition, was super curious about it. And then that evolved, you know, to another phase where I was maintaining that. And then I was like curious about, you know, competing. And so I did that phase. And then it went from, okay, now that I've done that, now I want to put on some muscle because as I changed, so did my role models and who I looked up to and mm. looking more into myself and being like, okay, what's the next level? Because we know every time there's a new level, yeah. you're pushing up against those edges of yeah. risk and fears and limitations. And then you bust through those again. Yeah. And then you want more. I love, I love how you put it. The beautiful way of being able to look at the ups and downs and the quote unquote failures as these lessons. And that's something that I'm always really trying to empower people to, you know, mm -hmm. when you fail, you don't have to beat yourself up over it. You just have to look back and figure out what was the lesson here? How can I apply that lesson? And then how can I move forward stronger? Instead of constantly being like, oh, I fell off again and, and being in that vicious cycle. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, if you really step back and you look at anybody, if you even were to have like, you know, interview Oprah, the think about Oprah. Oprah's been, Oprah's been trying to manage her weight her entire life. There you go. But even outside of like, if even if we were to stay very objective and look at outside of just transforming your body in yeah. anything, like mm. even for you and I and up leveling, up leveling, up leveling, yeah. I would probably say, and you probably agree that it wasn't the successes that built the confidence, the resiliency, the emotional awareness, like any of that. It was from falling completely yeah. on our face, all the ugly cries, the temper tantrums, calling oh mom. You know, especially any of you listening, <laughs> any of you listening that are entrepreneurs right now, I know yeah. you are connecting with. <laughs> oh, right. So, oh my God. Yeah. The but amount you, of times I've like built an entire website and then been like, ah, I don't like it. And then like, or like the craziest things that you think are like, oh, I can't believe I wasted this time. But it's like, how much have you grown from all of those experiences? Yeah. And it's, and learning, like, that's the fun thing is like, learning to feel the emotion or the resistance that you feel being okay to feel it, but don't let it consume you or identify you being like, all right, girl, like, yeah, you know what? Call it it. This is hard as F, right? But I can do hard things. Yeah. I think we're afraid to admit that like, what is possible for us if we just go, yeah, this is hard, but I can do hard things. Yeah. I know I can. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've done it before. You've done it before. You'll do it again. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that tr- just transitioned me into like after competing, I was able to put on muscle and then I transformed. I'm constantly transforming. I love the art of shape and mold. And yeah. you know, I'm a lot closer to 40 than I am to 30. Yes, that's I'm, amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, what's next? That's so what's awesome. Next? How when, inspiring. When you know like you can shape and mold, not just the the physical body, but your mind, like yeah. trust me, you get way more addicted to that. Oh yeah. Than all the other stuff that once served you, but now they don't. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of catapulted me into love and passion, into let's 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 really help people now. Mm. You know, so educating and courses and all that kind of stuff. And now now it's just, you know, it's like full circle. And funny enough is I take Monica in a post about a transformation and how I use like her as my alter ego. And she like reached out to me and I was like, this oh, is so funny. What and, an awesome person. Yeah. Isn't That's that great? Cool. Yeah. yeah. Very humbled by that and very blessed and very grateful for that moment, which actually happened today. Get so, out of here. <laughs> what? That yeah, yeah, so yeah. cool. So, you know. Congratulations. Like, what an awesome feeling. Yeah. I mean, it was just, you know, we all like, let's face it. Like we want to all have validation. Like, you know, you did a good job because you know, if you are like a high performer or just anybody, like anybody who has big goals and visions and dreams, we're hard on ourselves so hard. And you know, it can definitely push us, but it can definitely hinder us. And so when you have moments like this, it's just like, you know what? You're doing all right. On the back. Yeah. You're doing all right. Definitely definitely something I've been trying to apply into my life more is being able to kind of slow down and appreciate because if you get in that like hustle, go-getter mode too much, it can be really draining. Oh, I I 100% agree with you. Um, You know, it's like that that ebb and flow of feminine and masculine, right? Because for so long for me, you know, when I was overcoming my wounds, I really tapped into that like very masculine energy because I was trying to protect myself, Yeah, you know, and I'm like, no one's going to, you know, trample over me. No one's going to tell me no one's, but really that at one point worked, but hardened me so much. So this whole new, like feminine and being is like very, very unfamiliar, a little (sighs) Mm. kind of like, what do I do with this? I'm still, I feel like Bambi. I'm like, (laughs) it's so, I love it because that's, it's, I'm so in a feminine stage right now. And so is the universe. The universe is shifting. The universe is shifting way more into a feminine space right now. And for me, it's, it's reflecting as the, the time to really relearn myself and get to know myself on a deeper level and to really take the time to slow down and nurture and find that self-care and find the new routines. I've started oh, new yeah. I've started new routines for myself that, you know, I'm like, who are you, Melissa? And it's just it's amazing to be willing and accepting of that the new energy coming through. And appreciating it yeah. for giving you possibly even better results in your life. Oh, I feel completely different results. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, kind of like, you don't know what's happening and you're like, this is kind of, especially if you're come from that masculine driven energy, when you come from that feminine, it's kind of like, okay, so the new fear goal is like, 
learning to trust and not be able to see every single stepping stone. So every how yeah. and letting creative being just out to come through you because that she's the real boss, babe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also just so grateful for, for my mentor that I'm working with right now, because I think that I think that I would be so stuck in the masculine mm. because that is my norm always has been my norm. Like weightlifting, business, power, power, power. (laughs) That's always been my norm for years now. So I'm just so grateful that I have a mentor that's kind of pulling me out of that because I need that balance in my life. (laughs) Yeah, I totally agree. And, And just talking about like having those outside eyes, like, you know, business coaches, a personal trainer, a online health and fitness coach, a life coach. Like I too have it's almost like I have a coach too that helps me on that more mental and emotional side yeah. because we all need, because we all have these expectations, these judgments, these criticisms, and like this more, 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 more. And it's like, but you are everything. Yeah. And if you, that's unknown territory. And for some people that feels very overwhelming when you, you really, really get to know yourself come from coming from that headspace to that heart space. Oh my God. Like, it's kind of like who the whole who am I? But in a place that comes from, oh, this is awesome. Like, who am I? This is amazing. Now I really get to up level and and to tap into that. So I'm glad that I had no idea that you had um, a coach that's kind of guiding you in that light too. Oh my gosh, I am leveling up in such different ways right now. It's so exciting. And, and like, it's, it's, I feel like I was at a museum and I was like standing up with my eyes against a picture and I couldn't see the whole thing, you know, and she, oh my God, and she's, help, yeah. And she's helping me like step away, like literally. So she's really big into visualization. So she's literally having me visualize coming out of my body and looking down on my life. Whoa. Yeah. So right? powerful. Right. So, oh, so powerful. <laughs> I know. And that's the thing you're in your new, like that these phases, right? Mm. And then this is the new phase where it's like everything, it almost feels like everything's like moving and messy. And you're like, okay, now I got to sort through all of this and kind of like figure this part out. And it's just evolutionary. And I think sometimes we feel like we have to be like this finished product. Yeah. But as soon as, right. And I'm like, but why would you ever want to be a finished product? No, like even products get better. Yeah. Get better. Yeah. Look at Apple. (laughs) Look at Apple. But that's, I feel like that's how I was in my fitness journey for a long time. Mm. I was always thinking about when I get this lean or when I build muscle here or when my shoulders look more round. So very interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's really, you know, just going into like the, the mindset of intention is like, I, something that I've been learning a lot about myself um, is about all these like expectations you know, that we tie ourselves to, which is usually tied to some kind of identity and some kind of belief in some story. And like, okay, so I'm going to the gym and it has to be this way and I have to get this result and I'm going on this and it has to, but I'm like, but what if you could have even a better experience and better results if you said, okay, I know where I would like to be, but I'm so much more open to even better. Yeah. So letting go of that kind of stuff has I found a lot of freedom in that. And even in my current training and the way that I nourish my body now. It's been yeah, really what, are some, what are some of your goals right now? Oh my God. You know what? I've been dancing with this for a little while because like um recently I've I've lost um 
I don't want to say a lot, but I've lost some muscle and, and, and on purpose, mm-hmm. uh, because I really feel, and maybe you'll resonate with this is like seasons of change. Yeah. Right. So in the winter, I'm, I'm quite comfortable me being a little bit more thick, or I would like to say athletic, like, yeah. you know, and yeah. curvy. And I'm very oh, happy mm-hmm. with that, mm-hmm. but that kind of goes in the seasons of like winter time, right. It kind of makes sense. Like, um, and then you know, definitely when the summer comes, you know, feeling, I go with a feeling, I want to feel light and energetic and kind of, that kind of vibes with more of the spring and the evolution of coming into a new phase. So I really tap into that. So for me right now, um, it's, it's more about a feeling. So whatever. I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. So whatever that feeling feels for me in my training and my nutrition, that's what I tap into. And I go with that. So what awesome um, advice. Everyone, yeah. listen up. That is awesome advice. Stop, stop caring so much about the number on the scale. Start thinking about how you want to feel. Oh my gosh, I could be, I could be whatever whatever number on the scale. And if I feel good in my body, trust Who me. Because <laughs> yeah. we don't walk around with this number above our no. head. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you know, and I always I always say to my, my clients, I'm like, if you're, you know, we all know we want our clothes to look you know, feel better on us. Like we don't want our bras digging into us, our pants digging into us. Mm. We want to wear the cute outfits possibly in stock wearing black. We want to show our arms. We want to show our firm legs. If you got all of that and let's say, let's say on top of that, you performed better in your day to day. You woke up energetic. Mm. Your sex drive is through the roof Mm -hmm. and you're walking into a room feeling confident. Would you really care about that number? No. You know, and and I can't, but to, you know, I can definitely appreciate that woman that is stuck in that mindset. Here's the, what I want to tell them is you're not stuck. Mm-hmm. You're not. That's, that's a decision you've made to feel stuck. And I promise you, if you learn to switch that mindset about feeling stuck, yeah. it will be so much easier. Yeah, so, it doesn't have know. to be true. It's crazy. These realities we make up and, and because we're repeating them over and over and over on our mind, that's what our subconscious and our conscious mind believe because of that repetition. So it's true. You don't have to be. Yeah. Because our mind, our brain is this super efficient thing that literally wants to be in alignment. It wants to, whatever you think it wants to do that. So I always say like, okay, I'm brainwashing myself. Yeah. If I have the power to brainwash myself. Yeah. What should we do? (laughs) This current reality. So I'm not happy in my body. I don't feel good about myself. I'm not, you know, whatever it is for you, even outside of like going to the gym and things like that and nourishing your body that makes you feel confident and sexy and amazing. You know, like you could literally brainwash yourself into creating Whatever, anything. anything. <laughs> so literally, if you could tell yourself, like, if you don't understand the subconscious and consciousness and all of that kind of like mindset stuff, and you're like, you girls are weirding me out right yeah. now. <laughs> I'm going super weird. So everyone better be ready. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's create that shit. Let's create that awareness. Don't understanding. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can literally say, I'm going to bring my, myself into believing that I got this. I can do this. This is the body I want you know, brainwash yourself. I was watching a documentary last night on um, the Amazon Prime channel. Oh gosh, I forget what it's called. But there's a bunch of different um, emotional healing, different documentaries these days that go deeper Mm -hmm. into the mind. And 
it was so funny. One of these experts, she, the way she broke it down was she was like, to be honest, our brain is actually pretty dumb. It's actually not as smart as we make it out to be, right? It's only really picking up on the things that you're repeating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, that is so interesting. And that's why this idea of positive affirmations and, and things like that, that you might not believe in the moment, but if you're willing to constantly show up and repeat it to yourself over and over and over again, you're able to brainwash and retrain, reprogram. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, you, <clears throat> the, the affirmations, like, if you, if you even started with something so arbitrary, just to prove to yourself, like, okay, this stuff, I get, okay. You know, like maybe if you're struggling with connecting with like, I don't really believe this. I don't really feel it. I'm just saying it. If you could shift it to something that you actually believe just for practice, just to be like, okay, what's possible for me if I just try this on yeah. something maybe outside of what you're struggling with? Let's give people a couple examples. Like what's so, an example? Maybe like something fitness related or. Oh, so one I, I like to use is something that's super kind of general to start with is like uh, every day I'm getting healthier and stronger. Yeah. Very simple because I think affirmations are great. And uh, as a beginner too, if they're just very simplistic, simplistic, yeah. very simplistic and stating them, you can even say your name like Jasmine, you're getting healthier and fitter, stronger every day. Yeah. You know, something like that or every day I'm getting better and better. Um, you know, you can even say like, um, I release my, the old expectations of myself. I, I love and forgive myself here and now. Yeah. Those sorts of I was things. thinking, I remember, like, I remember brainwashing myself to get over the fear of the weight room. I use affirmations so much because I was so intimidated by all the men, by all the machines that I didn't know how to use. And oh my gosh, I was going to have to actually look like an asshole reading all the descriptions. And, and I remember brainwashing myself and being like, you have the strength. What is holding you back? There's nothing holding you back from being in the weight room with everyone else. So that's another mm-hmm. powerful affirmation like, that you could be using if you feel like you're the type of person that's, you want the results, but you're holding yourself back because you won't actually dive in. Yeah. And to always remember, like, I'm in control. Yeah, I'm in control. You know, reminding yourself that because I think sometimes we, we get that off to other people. Mm. You know, and when I think there's so much empowerment, and acknowledging that for yourself, like to be like, okay, like, something that I've learned that's been super empowering for me this last year, and just to up level, you know, even with my own, you know, my own, the way that I care for my body. Um, and, and is always knowing like, if I can take responsibility of something, I always have a, I always have a choice mm-hmm. and I can always choose be- what's best for me or better for me. Um, and a lot of times I think somebody, people think like responsibilities, maybe when you're like a kid, you're like, you're always <laughs> like, you need to take responsibility. <laughs> I look at that as like, Oh, if I get to take responsibility, then I'm in control and yeah. I put myself back in an empowered state. So mm. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Like taking responsibility for me is like even taking the responsibility to look at nutrition labels while I'm in the grocery store. So that way, you know, I'm paying attention and being responsible in what I'm putting into my body, things like that. It's so true. There's, there's so many different ways to kind of step up and take more responsibility for yourself. Yeah. And, and like little things like you're talking about is like, you know, maybe if you're looking to transform your body, it's like, 
taking the responsibility of not overwhelming yourself with doing everything all at once. Right. I used to do that all the time. I'm like, I'm ready. I need to lose weight. I'm going to stop eating bread. I'm going to stop eating cheese. I'm going to, I'm going to do all the things. I'm going to drink two gallons of water, like everything all on day one. It's like, ah. yeah, we definitely like to do it all. And our intentions are pure. That's the thing. We, we are intentionally, you know, trying to better ourselves. So I try to, I try to remember that very, very much for not just for myself, but for everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. So here's an interesting question. What are some questions that you feel like you get asked quite often from clients? There's probably a lot of the ones that your audience is, you know, either thinking or asked themselves. And it really does come down to pretty much some staple ones is like, how do I be consistent? Yep. That's, that's probably, that's probably a very big one. Um, is how do I find the time? Ooh, juicy. That's another great one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's any more really big ones that are very common that I get. Um, how, oh, how do I make myself a priority? Ooh, yeah, especially yeah. for the busy moms and relationships and two or three jobs. Yeah. Yeah. So those are probably like the biggest ones is around time management, being consistent and, re you know, the boundaries and being a priority in your life. Those are probably like the, the biggest ones for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. Those are some powerful ones. They're great questions. though, because if you actually step back and think about that, you're like, yeah, those actually so valid successful yeah so valid yeah time management's huge so what are some of your biggest pieces of advice as far as time management's concerned oh absolutely so i for my clients we schedule out their whole month um wow, but that's we, awesome but we do it in a way that they're not scheduling just their workouts because that's not actually going to help them because it's all the moving pieces in their life that is kind of a floodgate of like, that's kind of taking over them being a priority. So what I actually get them to do, and this is probably going to be, you know, for anybody who schedules their weeks or their months, always schedule yourself first, because the reason why is because you will naturally, because people are going to go, but yeah, but what about work? And what about this? And what about this? I'm like, trust me, that will, you will naturally schedule around that. Mm -hmm. So I always say schedule yourself first, whether that is your workouts, when you meal prep, when you go to the grocery store, um, you know, all of those sorts of things that are really key to you being successful. Um, and what you'll notice is you'll kind of bring down some of that overwhelm and stress and, yeah. you know, and planning yourself around when you're going to be most successful. So, and then you plan, um, I, I get them to plan about probably five or other six other pillars in their life around that. So it's flipping the script. Ooh, so, yeah. I'm going to do this today because <laughs> the beginning of the month. How perfect. <clears throat> yeah. So it's a really simple strategy yeah, and it's great. not as, and then you literally, it's like automating your life. I'm a big automator. I'm like, put that stuff on automation. So you don't have to think about it. It's all done. You've already set the intention and literally you're building yourself a routine because we all know you're not a to-do list. Yeah. You are the priority. You are the vessel that literally runs the show. So if you write down and do that for a month, I bet you any money, you're going to start feeling a lot better about yourself. You're going to feel more energetic. 
you're going to be more productive. You're going to, you know, you're going to see the effects in so many more ways than just, oh, I'm scheduling myself first. Yeah. It's and my favorite feeling proud. Like that's the best feeling when you're proud of yourself. Oh, you're on fire. You're in such a high vibration state. 150%. So that is a huge catalyst for, for any, anybody. Uh, but I've seen very great results with my clients because it's so, it's so fun to watch them go, Oh, Oh yeah, this is my life. I forgot. <laughs> I got wrapped up in everything else. Yeah. Right? And, yeah, it's just, and it's so much easier to show up and actually get the meal prep done when you're like, I already blocked the time out. So why, what am I going to do? Sit here and scroll? No, you might as well just do it. Yeah. And, and the, I always say, you know, find the time with the time that you have now, even if it's five minutes, 10 minutes, because the more you do that and you get into the habit of like, kind of like squashing those like, yeah, buts, mm-hmm. you're going to end up seeing the compound effect. You'll see the value. And then all of a sudden you'll feel like you have, you'll find more time. You know, you'll find more time in your day to make it a priority because it's turned into a value because now you're seeing all the, the positive effects yeah. because of that. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. That's a powerful place to get to push through that little hump to find the feeling and the gratification of staying consistent, right? It's, it's hard at first because you don't feel the effect yet. But if you can hang on tight and just get yourself over that hump, yeah, it's, it's magical when you start feeling the effects. Yeah, and I tell people, like, even just meet yourself 5% a little bit further than where you are. It should almost, like if you're struggling to get your footing, yeah. just make it almost like it's so effortless, like you can't fail. Yeah. And then just do that because you'll build your confidence and then you'll be able to take like little, those little micro goals. And then all of a sudden, like you could probably in a month take uh, a step that's even, you know, five times bigger than that because now you've got it. Now you're good. So if you're struggling just to find your footing, like just that 5% more, that 5% more and, you know, see where that takes you because you, a lot of people think like you have to do a lot to create an effect, but you don't, Mm. you really, really don't. So, you know, I always say, ask yourself, like when you get yourself into that kind of like emotional justification or contemplation of like, should I, shouldn't I, shouldn't I, shouldn't I, I always say, ask yourself what's possible. And then you kind of like stop that internal struggle with yourself and you go, oh, okay, maybe that asking that question doesn't make things so overwhelming or scary, or I have to do everything. You know, what if, what if I let go of putting this expectation that I have to change my nutrition, change all my training and do it all, you know, what's possible if I just take a step back and focus on maybe like, you know, the basic stuff, like we talk about, whether that's a food journal or eating more vegetables or drinking more water, or what if I just make the commitment of going to the gym a half an hour? for, you know, three times, three times a week, it's right there. Yeah, instead of every single day. Yeah, the little things. Oh, Jasmine, you're, <laughs> yeah, right? you are such a queen at taking the pressure off. I love it. It's such a great feeling. Such oh, I like that. Feeling. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's important because I know what that's like. I, I'm sure you know, it's like we put so much pressure on ourselves and then we take the fun out of it. Yeah. And then it's just like resistance, resistance, resistance. And, and when you create so much resistance in your life, whether it's your fitness, your nutrition, your weight loss, your business, attracting money, anything where there's so much resistance, all you're creating is more resistance. So being able to, to rid some of that resistance and that negativity and bring that vibration up. So taking that pressure off, is just going to help you flourish in so many different areas of your life. 100% 100% agree. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What a fun conversation. 
Amazing. Um, so yeah, where can, where can everyone connect with you? So you can find me on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most. Uh, you can find me at, at Jazz Perks. I'm also, I am on Facebook. I also have a little inner circle with about 200 women. Um, it's Her Inspired Fit Life. You can Ooh, find me there. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but those would probably be the two common places that you can find me. So, you know, I post lots about, you know, like you said, taking the pressure off, very realistic, having fun, making yourself a priority. And I really advocating to women like, girl, you can do hard things. Mm -hmm. And it's only going to be hard for a little bit. And then you're going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So what's like one last piece of advice? I know you've given so much, so much advice already. Mm -hmm. One last, just in general? Yeah. I would definitely say like, just be those very important curiosity questions. Cause like, like you said, taking that pressure, there's a, what is possible for me mm-hmm. if I, you know, committed to this one little thing, what is possible for me if I just did this, what is possible for me? And I think getting playful with your questions about your transformation journey, you know, and committing to yourself, I guarantee if you start shifting those questions just a little bit, and letting go of the expectation and getting fun about your, you know, having fun with your journey, Mm. I bet you're going to have a different experience and you're going to, you're going to blossom and you're not going to, you know, worry about all the little potholes because they're there for you. Mm. They're there to teach you so much more about what your journey is, you know, supposed to be, but maybe even better. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. Such great advice. Thank you so much, Jasmine. Always such a pleasure having you on. I really appreciate you sharing your heart with us. My pleasure. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to share my voice and what I'm massively passionate about. Of course. Everyone go connect with Jasmine. Thank you. Thanks, girl.